We all know that angst when there are things we just don't know how to talk about. You know, the things we keep secrets about, like our sexuality. We're Sean and Helena Bonito, and we welcome you to the Secret Habit Podcast. We find it so hard to find couples willing to talk about sex and how to live out God's design for sexuality. This is why we are here, to be that couple for you. Relational challenges around sex can be so awkward to talk about. That is why this podcast is all about authenticity with a heavy dose of fun. We want you to experience hope that inspires change. The kind of change that helps you laugh stronger, laugh harder, and sex better. Let's go! Today we're going to be unpacking this beautiful imagery that the Lord brought to Helena when we were in a place of asking the question of how do we rebuild trust? How do I specifically, as the one who was addicted to pornography and lied and hid and all these things, how do I rebuild trust? It was a question that we didn't really know how to answer. It was try this and try that and fail and fail and fail and it was really frustrating. So. Helena's going to share a really beautiful imagery, this metaphor, analogy that the Lord brought to her. But first, I just want to share why it matters so much and why we're bringing it to this podcast. Well, it's called The Garden. And what it did for me in a time where I didn't know what the heck I could do to rebuild trust with her, it just gave me a mental picture of what it means to Helena specifically. I'm a imagery person. I like pictures. I like to see things. And she just really painted this picture for me to understand how she felt, what she needed, what it looked like in, yeah, in in a way that a man could understand. (laughs) And it just was super cool, super helpful. And I don't want to give it away by telling details about it. But like when you guys hear this in a minute, you're going to be blown away at how beautiful it is how much it makes sense, how logical it is, and how practical it is. So that's a man's language, logical, practical, all these (laughs) things. And the cool thing about it is also so poetic and beautiful. So it really hits on every every angle of, of everyone's desire of like a perfect little analogy or metaphor in recovery. So Helena, I'm super excited for you to share this beautiful picture of the garden. Yes. Oh, thanks, Han. Um, it's been a journey and I'm so grateful this, that in that time of us not understanding the Lord really brought an image, uh, an imagery more of, uh, in mind. And so I'm just excited to, to share it with you and for you to be part of this. So, uh, I had this, um, picture that my trust is like a garden and this garden is, a beautiful place it, it has like if you imagine um fountain and a little river and um just green lush just beautiful and then there are uh trees just kind of hanging and different types of trees um different colors and um and also there are flowers i have flowers there everywhere it's kind of like my my space my um it's 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 just has this breath of life in it 
and um, this I call it's my trust and so when I, I was sharing with Sean that this is kind of like my trust place um, this is kind of a part of me and it's a beautiful spot it's kind of like part of inside of me and I that place is fenced up and only only I only allow certain people in it and to the closest part of the garden I only allow one person um, and so the one of the most intimate spot of the garden like the one of the most uh, beautiful and the most intimate part of me of that garden is actually only to one person that I allow in there and I um, I give Sean the key I give Sean the key to have um, to have an access to this place because I trust him I trust that he will he will nurture this place with me that he's gonna enjoy it with me and that we can keep making this place beautiful and we can take care of it we can be there together um, we can plant more flowers and we can even discover different parts of the garden as he gets to know me more uh, and I allow him there I tell him hey Sean I trust you and I give you this key and so Sean goes and he's there with me and we are enjoying it and everything and then I like I am kind of doing my own thing in the garden and then Sean is gone and he's gone I don't lock the place from the inside the place is always open from the inside I don't lock him there I, I cannot and I, I don't want to it's a voluntarily thing to be there and I hope it's a good thing for him to be there that he wants to enjoy it with me and so as as he he's gone and he I, I realized that um, yeah I realized that he was looking at somebody else while he was looking at other gardens while he was there and he there was a bunch of plants and, and flowers beautiful flowers that got trampled and the place is a mess so Sean was looking at outside of the garden he was looking at other gardens and as he was thinking that those other gardens are better he started trampling just naturally he started trampling all over my, my flowers and he's gone and my place this garden is in ruins and he comes back he comes back standing in front of the gate he still has the key and he comes in and pretends like nothing happens walks around like nothing happens and keeps living his life around the garden like nothing happens and I am crying over these trampled flowers and I don't understand and I ask him what's going on and 
he keeps denying that anything happened and that he didn't go anywhere or he just kept enjoying this garden together and so even further these these this gets trampled on until really he he is genuinely saying until until the point that he genuinely says to me you know i messed up and i want to be in this garden together with you and he genuinely he is remorseful about what happened not just saying i'm sorry about these plans whatever whatever and keep doing whatever he's doing but he's actually remorseful about his actions about these flowers he trampled on and the garden that is no longer beautiful and i trust it it's like to me it's like i trusted you to 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 keep this place beautiful not trample on it but to keep actually nurture it and so i you know it's not just when when there's trust broken these flowers they don't just suddenly magically you know when when somebody's remorseful they don't just magically appear again but they actually need to be planted again they're destroyed and so you need a new seed and and instead of saying hey i didn't do anything to your place you know there is there is a beautiful way of rebuilding trust in a way of saying hey i am i'm really sorry i and i and i want to rebuild the the garden of trust with you again that means i'm not just going to stand here but i'm going to pick up the soil the new soil beautiful soil and new new seeds and we're going to plant those seeds together we're going to plant those seeds together we're going to we're going to we're going to replant we we're going to plant new flowers and do you see it's like it's always the garden always is going to remember that there was a ruckus but then there is a potential for new plants for new flowers for new things to flourish and what happens is that now we are in this together and we are planting together and it takes time like what what is garden do you like what plants do what what flowers do they they take time right like let's say if you just demolished a bush you know if you demolished a tree that's been 20 years of lies it's going to take a long time to start seeing a, a green leaves on the tree again it's going to take time to see those flowers again but it's it's the fact that you are in it with with me and we're replanting this garden of trust again together and i'm like hey i want to enjoy this place let's make it nice let's let's be in this together i forgive you and that is this is where you start you picking up the wheelbarrow you picking up the new seeds and new flowers and 
you actually are not just plainly walking around my garden and keep destroying it, keep damaging things that have happened, but you genuinely want to have this place nice together. It's beautiful. That is a wonderful imagery. And it's amazing that the first step before a lot of the hard work and effort and commitment and patience is openness, mm -hmm. willingness, repentance, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think I really like the word remorse. Remorse. Absolutely. Remorse is genuine. It's real. And you know what? You can't fake remorse. Mm. You know that if you're truly remorseful, the other person on the other side feels it. So true. It's, it's, it's different than just, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's so true. It's so true. Yeah, wow. And so beautiful. I think we could end the episode right now when there's so much value <laughs> to be really honest. So <laughs> I don't think we need to take too much time. No, which no. Which is beautiful. But what I want to say is that just reiterating the pieces like that I was impacted by now that they've heard this beautiful picture, this analogy, it's like that picture of the garden, of its beauty and its splendor, and it's this beautiful invitation that you allow one person into, like that allows a man, I hope, allows a man to see that his wife's heart is so beautiful. It's so multi-layered. It's mm -hmm. so created by God. Her life is a garden. Mm -hmm. it's like it's not just this little thing like if you make a mistake it's like it is the garden idea i like guess it's, it's this beautiful creation of god mm -hmm. that you are deciding to and i did this to leave that garden mm -hmm. to come back and act like nothing happened like it's just so beautiful to and not beautiful maybe but helpful to say like on your way out you're trampling plants and flowers and breaking down trees like it's so helpful to have that kind of imagery because a lot of guys, the, 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 the thought, oh, this won't hurt anyone, this isn't a big deal, I'm not doing anything that bad, so I'm just going to keep doing this. And it's like the garden analogy breaks down all of those little justifications and those little lies and everything because mm -hmm. it's like anytime you step on a plant, you're causing chaos, you're creating a mess, you're making mm -hmm. work for your wife to clean that up mm -hmm. unless you're willing to take ownership of it mm -hmm. so coming back to the garden like taking ownership and saying i am going to rebuild this i am going to till the garden sow the seed like mm -hmm. care i just I always tell guys like you're going to be carrying in 100 pound bags of soil like you're going to put in the hard work you're going to show your wife that you're committed you're going to get down on your knees and get them dirty planting seeds you're going to plant them with love not bitterness you're gonna have times of watering and cultivating and all these farming ideas we see in the bible jesus mm -hmm. used farming analogies all the time because it's an amazing analogy for patience 
and growth and development. So I just think about that and it's unreal how there is a lot of hard work involved when we talk about farming or planting seeds. And then there's a lot of patience and love and trust Mm -hmm. that has to be part of the process. So even as an addict recovering, making a mistake, trusting that your wife is going to trust you again. Yes. Because you're showing her that you're trustworthy. But man, you better be showing her that you're trustworthy. So that's continually doing these things to rebuild the garden. Not like, oh, I did it already. You know, like, didn't you see it? It's like, keep doing it until you show her that you're invested in the garden again. Yes. Yeah. And how long does it take? Right? Like, it takes a long time for you to see those flowers you know if you just plant one little flower after all the trampling it's like and expect your wife to be like just amazed you know after all that has happened it's just not really possible but if there is the patience piece and um you know i think that that's where kind of I want to explain that it it is beautiful when we can both together plant it again and and help actually and me being like okay I see I see this and and just kind of we are in that together trying to rebuild this together um and and recently I I've had um I just I wrote a poem and it's a lot like the garden analogy but it actually has a lot to do with, um, it, it is a poem about sex and it's a poem about intimacy. And I bet what, you didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> and what I have actually thought of is the garden is a lot like my body parts, my intimate body parts, that my sexual body parts that um, I am letting only you to be part of. And that is, you know, very, very precious. Like there is, I only allow you to be there. And that means that, you know, if there is pornography or anything, everything else is just, even if you're looking at another garden, you might be in my garden, right? And you might, while you're in my garden, you might be looking over the fence. You might not even leave. You might just be looking over the fence, looking at another garden and... And you and you know what? And it's like I'm like I don't understand like what's wrong with my garden. I thought you want to be here, you know. And it's it's just that then there's going to be a natural consequence of if you're looking over other gardens, the natural consequence of that is that the garden you are currently in is just going to be destroyed. It's going to keep destroying itself. It's just a natural consequence, inevitable consequence that's going to happen. And something I write in that poem is that it's baked in the design to have really, un- really not good natural consequences. And so the imagery is that it's not something that you have to do. It's something that like it's actually like if you want the goodness, it's something beautiful to shoot for is to have that one beautiful garden and you guys are you know, in together and nobody else's. And it ties in so well to our sexual template concept. Mm -hmm. You have your garden together. It doesn't matter what's going on in the other gardens. 
because your garden is what is satisfying and fulfilling to you both honoring God. Yes. And that's like a beautiful analogy as I'm thinking about it for the sexual template, Mm -hmm. which has been substantial for us. We did a whole episode on it. I can't remember what episode it is right now, but I'll link it below as well as a mini course on the sexual template. But this is so profound because the idea of a garden, it's just, there's just so much practicality we can learn from that kind of imagery. As men, as women, it's, like I said, practical and poetic. It's tangible and beautiful. And I just love that so much. So Mm. I don't really have much else to share no me neither i i am so grateful that um i can just share that with you all and and that we can all be part of this like learning what what it means to all of us uh and to be to be actually good stewards of the opportunities of garden and you know just know that you as a man have a garden as well you have your own garden. You have your own beautiful garden of your body parts. And it's just, you know, nobody else. You, you also give certain person that, that access. And do you want, actually, I believe that pornography tramples on your garden and, and makes it a mess when God actually planned it to be really special. Yeah, we ain't talking about a beer garden. We're talking about a real beautiful, lush garden, like Helena's analogy. So just, just stop thinking about beer gardens, guys. Come on. <laughs> but it's beautiful. Thank you so much, Helena, for sharing that story, that metaphor, that analogy, whatever we want to call it. Um, I know that it blessed me so much. And every time we come back to that, that imagery, it helps me and mm. reminds me. And even as we're doing this episode, I'm just fired up. It's such a beautiful way to remember how we are always called to work. And God called Adam in the Garden of Eden to work the garden, to work the soil. So work is good. And this is such a great work. And I just thought, like, you're talking about natural consequences. Like, destruction happens when we drift. Yeah. And it's so easy to drift when we have a... A little baby and family's far and it's just been a crazy season and we're just called to come together and mm-hmm. tail tend and love the garden mm-hmm. because that honors god that serves each other and i think that's that one flesh love that we're called to have mm-hmm. so yes. beautiful thanks so much helena it's so great to be able to bless other people with something mm-hmm. that blessed me and thank mm-hmm. you god for that incredible imagery yeah so guys this is really right out of our story so you can learn from the times that we say how do we rebuild trust it's so frustrating we have no idea how to and this was a beautiful turning point for us so of course as always we want you to let our failures be your success so god bless god bless and lots of love Hey, if you found value from this episode, it would be amazing if you would consider leaving a five-star review. That way you are contributing to this podcast being able to be seen by more people and extend their reach so others can see and hear the value that you just got. And hey, hit subscribe. That way you will get episodes right to your inbox, right to your library as soon as they come out. So thank you so much for tuning in. God bless.